Love Welcome Radio. Karma Talk. This is um, Karma Talk with Cami Adams. Unfortunately, Cami was not able to broadcast today because she is in a location where she does not have reception. This is Sarah Jacobs, Cami's assistant, and I am sharing her message with you today. I know she wanted to be here today, but I know she is always here in spirit. Her uh, topic today is communicating with our guardian angels and clearing our minds and helping our chakras to stay in balance. First, we're going to talk about communicating with guardian angels. And I know Tammy talks about this a lot, but it's such an important topic. First of all, let's talk about what are guardian angels. Guardian angels are ones who are with us very beginning of time until the end. They are not human and have never been human. So their perspectives on things that are important to us as humans are not the same with them. For example, time and money do not have the same meaning to them. I would like to help you understand why the connection with your guardian angel is so important and how it actually helps you to connect to God. Uh, And Tammy used this analogy. She said, imagine this. Think of a brain and all of the neurons that help us have control over various parts of our body. Our guardian angels are like the neurons that connect to the brain or help us connect to God. They help us become who we are meant and help us fulfill our purpose. How do we get our guardian angel? A lot of people uh, want to know this. God has created a guardian angel for each one of us. Our angel is unique, just as we are unique, because we are all created by God. Our guardian angel has the qualities that we need for each lifetime. Our guardian angels are assigned to us according to our purpose. God knows what challenges we will have, so our angel has to be the best one to help us. For example, you may need emotional support, so your angel may be softer than someone who is to be a great leader and needs one that is strong and a great protector. Also want to know if they have more than one guardian angel. Some people do have more than one guardian angel, or they may have more than one guardian angel for uh, part of their lifespan. If they're going through something that's really difficult or really challenging, and occasionally, as Tammy has explained, um, occasionally somebody may even have an archangel come down and help them uh, through a difficulty. Um, Your angels do have names, and I know one of the questions people like, people like to ask Tammy a lot is, what is my guardian angel's name? And she can actually give you the name of your angel. There are so many ways that God shows us how much he loves us. And this is just one of the ways he demonstrates his love for us. Why does God love us so much? 
because we are God's children. Those of you out there that are parents, you know how much you love your children and you would do anything to protect them and to provide for them. If you think of it from this perspective, it should help you understand the depth of God's love. And of course, you know, we as humans do not have the level of unconditional love that God has for us. So we know something about love, but not to the extent that God knows and demonstrates his love towards us. Remember that each one of us has a specific purpose. There is a reason why God has us here at this place and at this particular place in time. You need to find out why you are here and make sure you are on your true path. This is something Tammy can help you with if you are not sure. You may only need confirmation or to know what step is next. If you are stuck or confused, please consider doing a session with Tammy so you can move forward. This is such an important part of each and every one of our lives that it's something that you don't want to allow yourself to be stuck or blocked or not knowing what you need to do for any great length of time. You need to be able to move forward. Whether you remember or not, each one of us agreed to come here during this time to accomplish something important This is why it is important to connect to our guardian angel and find our true path and get on that path. Some of you may be on that path but then got blocked or are not sure of the next step. It is important that you accomplish what you need to do during this lifetime and in each lifetime. This is all part of God's plan for your life. You have to remember that God or your angel never force you to do anything. We all have free will, but it is best if we do what we are supposed to do. Sometimes they will encourage us to take the right path. For example, sometimes you will find yourself at a point where you have two different paths that you can take but circumstances will force you to take one path over the other. This is just one way they try to make our path clear. Some people ask or say, I know a friend or relative is trying to help me. Is this my guardian angel? Each one of us also have spirit guides that voluntarily come back to help us in this lifetime. Sometimes they are only here to help us through a particular time frame or help us through a difficulty that we are experiencing. Spirit guides have been human in the past, so their perspective on things is biased based on their lives and the reason they have come back to help us. Usually spirit guides are people who are close to us in our lifetime or in a past lifetime. It may be a past spouse, best friend, or a close relative, such as a mother, father, grandmother, grandfather, or sibling. 
There are rare occasions where someone of significant spiritual connections may come back to help someone, such as one of God's prophets, a holy person, or biblical figure, etc. This may happen because they need to help someone through a difficulty which will be helped by their spiritual connection and past experience. Why is it important to communicate with my guardian angel? Your guardian angel was sent to you to protect you and to help you through each lifetime. They have the answers to all your problems and want to guide you and protect you each day. If you cannot communicate with them, then it is difficult for you to know what to do and how to do it. They, however, will make every effort to communicate with you and guide and direct your path each day. They protect you each day. But it is easier for them to protect you if you can communicate with them. Some of us get hurt or get into bad situations simply because we are not connected to our angels or not staying connected to our angels each day. They are trying their best to do their job, but it is up to us to do our part as well. We are still surrounded by love and angels God loved us so much that he carefully selected each angel for each person to have the strength and characteristics to help and protect each one of us the most. Whether you believe in guardian angels or not, they are still there. Our angel or angels are always with us. Even if you are angry and tell your angel to leave, They will still be right next to you. They are one of our connections to God. Angel is as unique as we are because they were specially created and assigned to us by God himself. And again, their job is to help and to protect us. Here are some of the things that are said in the Bible about angels. And I know some people say, that, you know, angels are not that important or, um, you know, there are no such things as angels. So whatever your belief system is, here are some of the things it says in the Bible. I tell you the truth. You shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. That's from John 1:52. See that you do not look down on one of these little ones. Tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. That's Matthew 18.10. And again, they're referring to children. God has a very, very special place in his heart for children. And he really wants them to be protected because they're so vulnerable. And I like this one the most. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. And that's Psalms 91.11. So again, there's confirmation that God is 
protecting us and doing everything he can to protect us. How do I communicate with my guardian angel to get the true benefit of the help your guardian angel is trying to give you? You must stay connected to them. This is not always easy to do because we get caught up in so many things each day. But it is essential that we stay connected to our guardian angel. Here are some of the things you can do to stay connected and receive the messages that they are trying to give you each day. First of all, take time to meditate each day. For those of you who are not in the habit of meditating or have never meditated before, let me give you some general instructions. First of all, find a quiet place to be and either sit in a lotus position or lay down Either way, with the palms of your hands facing up, any metal off, as this can interfere with the energy. Metal is a foreign substance, and so it blocks the energy. So take any metal off that you have on. If you have anything in your pockets like keys or coins, you want to take that out as well. You may want to put on some soft music with no speaking to help tune out any distracting noise or talking. This also helps you to stay focused. Next, your heart and mind open as you relax and meditate. It is best to meditate for at least 20 minutes to get the greatest benefit from your meditation. And Tammy always emphasizes this. Release all negative emotions and feelings. And how you do this is you breathe in the positive through your nose and then exhale the negative through your mouth. And you do this, of course, with your natural breathing rhythm. Um, And this helps you to clear your energy. Pay attention to what you see and hear during the meditation or anything else that you might notice during this time. For those of you who have trouble focusing or say you cannot meditate, Tammy has produced a Transcendental Guided Meditation CD which she has available at her offices or you can download it from her website to any electronic device. It is 23 minutes long, so you don't have to worry about whether you're meditating long enough or not. And it helps you to stay focused during the meditation because Tammy is actually talking to you in this meditation CD, telling you exactly what to do. This meditation CD has been shown to be healing physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. As a matter of fact, one of the reasons she created it was because somebody had asked her to create a meditation CD that could be helpful for healing. Pay attention to what your angels are trying to tell you. 
This can be done in several ways. If you hear even one word, write it down at the end of the meditation and see what it means to you. They may use a favorite song, poem, expression to get the point of what you must pay attention. And sometimes things don't make sense to you right away. That's why it's important that you write it down. Because later on, it it may happen, and then you're going to say, oh, my gosh. You know, I remember they showed me this or pointed this out to me, you know, maybe a month ago, two months ago, whatever. Pay attention to what you are being shown. You may see colors, pictures, symbols. Remember to remember them and write them down after the meditation. Some you may understand immediately and others you may see them over again in other situations and find out later their significance. Pay attention to things you are feeling. If you had a stressful day, you may notice that you feel relaxed and at peace. If you did not feel well, you may notice that the pain or symptoms you had are less intense or are gone completely. You may feel like there is something that you need to do. Or later, after the meditation, you may find yourself doing something you had not planned to do. Again, feeling and paying attention to your feelings during this meditation are extremely important. Your angels will try to help you do what needs to be done. They will help you be in the right place at the right time to make a connection or to get a message. This is one of the reasons it is so important not to try and control your life or be so set in your daily routine. Some people ask, what if I don't believe in guardian angels? Even if you don't believe in guardian angels, it does not mean that they are not there. Whether you believe in guardian angels or not, they are always with you. They are trying to connect to you and help you. Some people think that they have done so many bad things that their angel has left them. But this is not true. Even if you curse at them and tell them to leave, they will not leave. They will always be by your side. Other people ask, what if I can't hear my guardian angel? Your angels are constantly trying to guide and help you. We do not always realize it when they are trying to show us something. They do this in many ways. They may try to show you something, for example, showing you the same number or letter over and over again during a particular span of time. They may give you dreams about what you need to know. Make sure you write down the dreams right away so you don't forget what it was about. This is very important, and it's important that you write it down 
or think about it and remember it clearly in your head before you get up. Because sometimes once you get up, you forget some of the details of that dream. I used to have dreams all the time, and then they would come true. Many times it would be showing me something that would would cause me unhappiness or things that were going to happen in my life. So I started tuning them out. This is not good because you are not getting the messages you need to guide your you through difficulties. I also learned from Tammy that not all dreams that show something bad happening are bad dreams. So whether it's good or whether it's bad, our angels are trying to warn us and protect us. They may give you visions of what is going to happen. A vision is when you're awake. It's kind of like a daydream. So also pay attention to those as well. They may send someone as a messenger to give you a message. And this could be a complete stranger. I've had complete strangers walk up to me and tell me something. Or I was standing next to somebody in line, maybe at the grocery store, and they started talking about something that made complete sense to me. I was looking for an answer to a problem, and they were actually talking to somebody else and giving me the message at the same time. You may feel the need to go somewhere, do something, or say something to someone that you normally would not do. And again, sometimes God wants you to give a message to somebody or to encourage them. So it's important that you pay attention to these things as well. You may see a movie or TV show that gives you a message or messages. Pay attention to what you're being shown and what you're hearing. Remember there are angels on earth who take human form to help you. And um, this is another important point. You never know who you're going to encounter. Um, And sometimes there are, in fact, angels that have come down to try and help you or to give you a message. There are other ways they may try to give you messages and guide you, but these are just a few examples. In addition to your angels, you have spirit guides that also try and help you through this lifetime and use many of the same types of strategies to get your attention as your angel does. Sometimes they also will touch you or force you to do something you did not intend to do. For example, I was driving my car down a very busy expressway and a man turned right in front of me and I should have somebody grab the steering wheel, turn it to the left very quickly, turn it to the right very quickly, and I completely avoided an accident. Another example is I had just come back from attending a funeral of a close family member and I was going to take a sea salt bath And I was dumping sea salt in the bathtub and I felt something hit my elbow and forced me to dump about twice as much sea salt in that bath as I had intended. So again, that just shows you that both our 
guardian angels and spirit guides are here to help us. Another example, a close friend had died and I went out of town to the funeral and was actually staying at their house um, during the time of the funeral. And while I was there, they kept turning the light switch on and off as I was trying to sleep to let me know that they were still there. So, um, again, these are ways that people, guardian angels and spirit guides, um, also will try to connect with you. And I know Tammy gives this example a lot, but it's, it's a very good example. If you ever want to see a pretty accurate depiction of how this works, if you haven't seen the movie Ghosts with Demi, Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze, watch that video and it will make much better sense to you. Um, Whoopi Goldberg played a medium and was helping this couple out. The second thing you need to do is spend more time alone. So many people spend so much of their time connected to people, music, work, and relationship with friends and loved ones that they cannot notice the things their angels or spirit guides are trying to show them. You need to plan time alone each day to be open to the messages that are being given or trying to be given to you. One of the things I do is I turn off the radio while I'm driving. If I do put music on, it is soft music with no words, so I can also focus on what I am being told and shown. The third thing is to spend more time in nature. Some of you go directly from your home to work and then back. On the weekends, you may run errands or spend time with family and friends, watching TV, going to the movies. All are inside activities. Many people find it much easier to connect to their angel when they are outside in nature. Some of you may live in a place where you do not feel safe outside in the evenings. So you need to find a place to go where you can be outside and feel safe so that your focus will be on connecting with your angel. The fourth thing to do is to pray often. Prayer, remember, is talking with God. It is not anything formal, just simply talking with God. First, thank him and your angels for all they have done to help you. Ask them for help when you need it. Talk to them like you would a friend. Let them know your fears, worries, pain, and joy. Expect them to listen to you and understand your heart completely. You need, again, to find a way to take some quiet time and be alone so that you can do this. You just have to make time for it. It could be while you're taking a shower or a bath, while you are cooking or mowing the grass. Use the time you spent doing chores as a time also to talk to God and your angels. The more time you spend communicating with them, the more connected you will be. They will help build your faith in them to help and protect you in all areas of your life. The fifth thing you may do is 
you may have to do is diss some of your friends or family. This is hard to do, but if there is someone constantly tearing you down, abusing you, or distracting you constantly from what you need to do, this may be necessary. For example, there may be somebody who is constantly reminding you of all your mistakes and telling you that you cannot do anything right. They may be sabotaging your efforts to improve yourself and become a better person. You need to get them out of your space. Their energy is blocking you from moving forward and finding success. This is important because you need to have self-confidence, self-esteem, and self-love in order to believe and receive the miracles that God is trying to send you. You may be living with or married to someone who is constantly being abusive to you, whether it be physically, mentally, emotionally, and interfering with your spiritual development. You need to get them out of your life if they will not make changes. You may have someone who is controlling your life and making it impossible for you to live the life God intended for you. You need to get this person out of your life and out of your space. You may be working somewhere where you never had any control over your time. You do not have time to spend alone or they expect you to do things that are unethical or wrong. You need to find another place to work. The sixth thing you need to do is get rid of negative karma. And I know Tammy talks about this a lot as well. Be kind and loving towards others to bring back positive karma into your life and be the person God intended you to be. The seventh thing you can do is surround yourself and your mind with good, positive, and memories. It is important to show appreciation for your guardian angels. And again, this is something that Tammy has talked quite a bit about, especially most recently. It is important to give our angels the love and attention they deserve. Some people want help from a guardian angel with a particular problem or situation. As soon as they get the problem solved, then they don't pay attention to their angel. Or maybe they do not thank their angel for what they have done. This is not good. Remember your angel is here to help you and protect you. Sometimes we do not want to hear what our angels have to say, but we must stay connected and do what needs to be done to follow our true path. Now, I know one of the reasons, one of the most important reasons that some people don't spend more time or energy connecting to their guardian angel is because they have fear in trusting their angels. There are a number of reasons why people may have trouble trusting their guardian angel. Here are some of the examples of why people may not trust their angels. First of all, some people do not completely believe in guardian angels or they don't believe that they have a guardian angel or they're worried that their guardian angel is mad at them and is not going to help them. They may also doubt what they hear, see, feel, or sense as actually being real. Sometimes they say, oh, 
I didn't see that or I didn't hear that or I'm just imagining that. Usually it is your guardian angel. What's interesting is children are so much more connected than we are and sometimes they'll actually tell you that they saw something or heard something um, at night, you know, when they're trying to go to sleep and you're telling them, oh, you're just imagining that. That's kind of where this all starts to break down. They don't believe that they deserve to be happy and to receive God's blessing. And a lot of people won't receive the blessing because they're in doubt. Or they are afraid of what their angels will tell them to do. And again, not only are they helping us through difficulties, but they're also telling us to do things um, that we need to do to help other people or to change our lives. And it could be something very dramatic or something that you don't necessarily feel comfortable doing. People do not want to release control of their life over to their guardian angel. They're quite happy with most of their life and they want to continue to control it. Or they do not want to release control over one or more aspects of their life. In other words, sometimes they'll relinquish control, but they'll say, but this one piece, I'm going to remain in control. Or they are afraid of what people will think, especially if you make some radical changes in your life or start doing and saying things that you normally wouldn't do or say. Other people fear that they may be they may have to make some major changes in their life, and this causes them great fear. Some fear that it will take them out of their comfort zone, and it usually does, but it's for your benefit. They may have to give up bad habits, addictions, and indulgences that they enjoy. Or it will force them to have faith that their angels know what is best. In other words, instead of them making all the decisions of what they're going to accept or reject, now their angels are helping them make better decisions. Remember that faith always comes before miracles and yet is one of the most difficult things to do. And faith really is letting go of the control, doing what your angels are showing you and telling you to do, even though it's very, very difficult, knowing and understanding in your heart that God is going to help you and protect you. People fear losing control over their lives or losing control or stopping to control the lives of other people. Remember, some people try to control other people because um, they have a fear of not being in control. And some people get very, very angry when they lose control. And that's normally a sign that you've lost control. Release fear and give all to the creator. One of the greatest things that keeps us from moving forward is fear. Fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of disappointment, fear of being hurt in some way. Some even fear of the unknown and some even, believe it or not, fear success. One of the most important things to remember is the negativity will attack your mind. Please remember that this is one of the greatest battlefields for the enemy. 
Do not let negativity attack your mind and win. You must remember that your angels are always there to help you. Do not let fear win. When this happens to me, I like to remind myself and the enemy of all of God's promises to me. And here are just some of his promises to us. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. This is John 14.1. We are actually commanded by God not to be troubled, but to trust in him. It is important that we do not put energy in the wrong direction, but put energy into a positive outcome. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. That again is from John 14, 27. Again, reminding us, whatsoever things are good, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, think on these things. This is what we're supposed to be thinking about. I think of this often when I find my mind wandering off in the wrong direction. I stop and deliberately start thinking of what God's intentions are for my life, especially for that aspect of my life. Putting energy in the right direction will help you manifest the things that God has for you. It says, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. That's John 16:33. None of us have a perfect life. We are all going to go through problems that may seem impossible. But this is where our faith will carry us through these times. Again, your angels are here to help you get through these times and to put protection around you and give your heart peace in spite of what is going on. Called the peace that surpasses all understanding. In other words, the people that know what's going on in your life have no idea how you're managing to stay so peaceful in spite of everything. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that even Solomon in all his splendor was not dressed like these. And this is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow and is thrown into the fire. Will he not much more clothe you? That's Matthew six twenty-five through 34. God has such a profound way of getting us to see that we should not be worried about what we are going to eat, drink, or wear. He is aware of our needs and will provide us with the things we need. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find the rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28, and 30.
He shall call my name and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Again, remember that it always involves faith. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Another point that Tammy wanted me to talk about today is clearing your mind. Why do I have such a hard time focusing? One of the reasons we have such a hard time focusing our minds is that we are too caught up in the world and the value system of this world. We worry too much about what people might think of us. We forget that this lifetime is but a second in the span of time as God knows it. In other words, God sees the whole of time while we are stuck and focused on this current frame of time. Here are some examples of things that keep people from relaxing and staying focused. We worry about things we need to accomplish that day. We worry about paying our bills. We worry about our children. We worry about our status in regards to our cars, homes, careers, etc. We fear we have fear of what our friends and family will, will think if we make any significant changes in our lives. We fear rejection by others. We have a fear of not being attractive based on the world's standards. We have fear in changing our lifestyles. We fear having to change our standard of living. And again, we fear not being successful based on the world's value system. Why is it so important for us to keep a clear mind It is extremely important to keep your mind, especially when you are trying to connect with your guardian angel. You have to be relaxed and your mind has to be clear so your angel is able to connect with you so that you can hear, see, and notice what they are trying to show you. Also remember, if you are worrying about anything during this time, you are trying to connect with your angel, then you are putting negative energy into that space you're actually putting energy into that fear and you will manifest what you fear rather than what you want. You must put energy in a positive direction. I know this sounds easy, but it is sometimes hard for people to do this. There is another reason why you do not want to stay focused on the things that you are worried about during meditation because this is because you are basically hanging on to your problem. You should be releasing that fear or worry or stress so that your angel can handle it. If you hang on to it instead of letting go of it and releasing it to your angel and God, then you are taking it back after the meditation. You are still trying to control that situation and fix your own problem instead of letting God handle it. He has the best answer, and I can assure you that God can take any negative situation that has come up in your life and turn it into a positive outcome for you. But you must trust him to do that and let him control that situation. Remember again that the enemy attacks our minds. 
You need to remind yourself of all of God's promises to you and how God wants you to know love, hope, joy, happiness, good health, success. Remember, we are his children. And this is the whole reason that God sent his only son, Jesus, to die on the cross for our sins in order to free us from the curse so that we could receive these blessings. And again, this is a perfect example how we fix the problems. We've already talked about how to, how to meditate. We've talked about prayer and the things that need to be done in order to help clear your chakras. Again, meditation is one of the most important things that you can do. It's also important that you pick a time of day that your mind can be clear and you are less likely to focus in on the things that you need to do. And don't pick a time where you're going to be rushed, um, where you're worried about what time is it and is it time for me to leave for my appointment or is it time for me to leave for work. One of the things that helps is to think of the most peaceful place that you can be. And all of us have a place that we know that we love to go um, and it helps us if you medit- if you're thinking about that place, regardless of where you are, it can help you put your mind and heart at ease. I also remind to remind you of Tammy's book, um, and I'll talk more about that towards the end of the show. It's especially important that whether you're trying to meditate. <clears throat> it answers, or let's say that you're out walking around and you're trying to find something, maybe you lost something, or maybe you're trying to connect with somebody, or you're trying to find something that you're supposed to be, that you saw in a dream or a vision. It's important as well that, if possible, to go alone so there's nobody distracting you, to stay focused in on what you're trying to accomplish. It's important that you relax and you know and trust that your angel is going to help you. Next, it's important to help our chakras to stay in balance. Chakras, literally translated, means wheel or disc. And this term refers to the wheels of energy throughout the body. There are seven main chakras which align the spine starting from the base of the spine through the crown of the head. To visualize a chakra in the body, imagine a swirling wheel of energy where matter and consciousness meet. This invisible energy is a vital life force which keeps us vibrant, healthy, and alive and, of course, helps us stay spiritually connected. I want to talk to you about the seven chakras and I'll give you a little bit more information. And again, these are centers in our body in which energy flow. The root chakra represents our foundation and feeling of being grounded. It is a chakra of stability, security, and our basic needs. It encompasses the first three vertebrae, the bladder and the colon. When this chakra is open, we feel safe and fearless. 
Again, uh, it's located at the base of the spine in the tailbone area. And again, the things that it affects are survival issues, such as our finances, money, food, etc. The second chakra is called the sacral chakra, our connection and ability to accept others and new experiences. This chakra is our creativity and sexual center. It's located in our lower abdomen, about two inches above the navel. It's uh, also described as being uh, located above the pubic bone below the navel. Emotional or things that it connects to, it gives us a sense of abundance, well-being, pleasure, sexuality, and is responsible for our creative expression. The third chakra, our solar plex chakra, uh, gives us our ability to be confident and in control of our lives. It's in the upper abdomen in the stomach area. Uh, It's in the area also described from the navel to the breastbone. And it affects such things as self-worth, self-confidence, and self-esteem. And it is our source of personal power. And again, this is why these three things are so important, self-worth, self-confidence, and self-esteem, because it's our source of personal power. Fourth is the heart chakra. And of course, it is affects our ability to love. It's located in the center of our chest, just above our heart, at the middle of the seventh and unites the lower chakras of matter and upper chakras of spirit. It affects things like love, joy, and inner peace. Also spiritual, but serves as a bridge between our body, mind, emotions, and spirit. The heart chakra is our source of love and connection. And it's one of the chakras that Tammy also emphasizes because that's where our true feelings come from. The throat chakra affects our ability to communicate. It's located, of course, in the throat. It affects communication, self-expression, feelings, and feelings of the truth. This is our source of verbal expression and our ability to speak our highest truth. The fifth chakra includes the next throat and parathyroid glands, jaw, mouth, and tongue. Sixth chakra is our third eye chakra. It affects our ability to focus on and see the big picture. It's located, of course, in our forehead between our eyes. Some people call it the brow chakra. It affects our intuition, imagination, wisdom, and ability to think and make decisions. We all have a sense of intuition, but we may not listen to it or heed its warnings. Focus on opening this sixth chakra will help you hone into this ability. And the last chakra, the seventh chakra, it's called the crown chakra. The highest chakra represents our ability to be fully connected spiritually. It's located at the very top of our head or our crown. It affects our inner and outer beauty, our connection to spirituality and pure joy or happiness. This is a chakra of enlightenment and spiritual connection to our higher self, 
others, and ultimately to the divine. So that's an overview of the seven chakras. Why is it important to stay in balance? These swirling wheels of energy correspond to massive nerve centers in the body. Each of the seven main chakras contain bundles of nerves and major organs as well as our psychological, emotional, and spiritual states of being. Since everything is moving, it is essential that our seven main chakras stay open and aligned and fluid. If there is a blockage, then energy cannot flow. So not only does it impact our spiritual connectedness, but it also has a direct impact on our health. For example, and I know Tammy has used this example before, sometimes when a person's heart chakra is blocked, especially if they're not paying attention, they may have problems with their heart. Um, And you'll notice other problems um, when other chakras are blocked as well that have a direct impact or are manifest through health issues. How do I know if my chakras are balanced? Since your mind, body, soul, and spirit are intimately connected, an awareness of an imbalance in one area will help bring the others back into balance. So you have to be aware um, of what's going on in your body and how you feel and the things that are being manifest with your body. This will help you. What do I need to do to clear my chakras? Meditation is one of the ways to clear your chakras. If you know or sense that you have an imbalance, then you can focus during meditation on clearing that particular chakra. Tammy has written a new book called The Secret to Your Chakras. Many of her clients have asked her to teach them how to help themselves. This was written as a small how-to handbook. It helps you to identify what chakras may be blocked and then have specific instructions on how to clear that chakra. Her book can be purchased at one of her offices or events, or you can order it online at Amazon.com. And again, it's called The Secret to Your Chakras by Tammy Adams. If after reading her book and following the instructions, you feel that you are still blocked, then it would be best if you could have a session with Tammy. It is very important that you keep your chakras clear in order for you to enjoy good health physically, emotionally, and spiritually. If your chakras are blocked, it can also prevent you from accomplishing what you need to do. You can be blocked spiritually, which will hinder your ability to fulfill your purpose and enjoy the love, joy, peace, happiness, and success that God has for each and every one of us. I want to uh, give you information on how to contact Tammy. You can uh, email her at asktammyadams.com. And um, you can also contact her office at 916-930-0781. You can also um, connect with her on Facebook. So I encourage you to connect with her, and thank you so much. You all have a very, very blessed day, and God bless you.
Bye-bye.